Hi, my name is Jessica Ubaraga. I'm sitting here with Elias with the Man Cave Chronicles, and we are here to talk about my new film, Incarnation, which is out right now on iTunes, Amazon, Voodoo, and all the streamers. Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, Blue. You it. it. A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more from deep inside the man cave. Your host, Elias. Jessica, welcome to the cave. For having me. <laughs> Uh, you know, we uh, get this interview going. You know, the listeners, the viewers can see you on your latest film, Incarnation. That had to be a little exciting time for you filming this the last few months. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, we actually filmed like back in late 2020. So middle of the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we know it's a horror movie and it just got released. Now we'll jump into that in a few minutes. But before uh, that, I want to know, like, how did you decide you wanted to get into the acting world? I mean, so I'm from Idaho originally. Okay. And I'd always wanted to get into it. And I always dreamed that that would be incredible. But when you're from Idaho, it just doesn't seem possible. It seems so far away. And I actually fell into modeling by okay. total happenstance. And, and then it kind of snowballed and I started traveling a lot. Mm. And through that, I ended up getting these little bits here and there. And it just it started to grow naturally. And then I got cast in this film that shot in Santa Barbara. And the director looks at me and he goes, it was a teaser for a big film. And he goes, you're really good. He's like, you know, you can actually, I think you could actually really do this, but you have to make the leap of faith and move mm. to Los Angeles. So I am one of those people. I packed up what I could fit in my car. <laughs> I told my family I'm moving to LA <laughs> to act. And I drove to Los Angeles knowing basically kind of one person. Wow. And I'll never forget the look in my family's faces and literally my rearview mirror of just pure like confusion almost <laughs> like is this real is she really doing this and and then here I was I ended up in LA about 10 years ago wow they didn't try to stop you or anything like give you like like think about it before you do the the big jump yeah of course they were concerned They're like it's a big city it's dangerous you know I lived in Idaho obviously and then I lived in Spain as well so okay. you know I had gone away from home already, but, um, you know, in their minds, LA is this huge concrete city full of crime, I think. And right. I was like, I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so when you hit LA, what did you, what was like one of the first things you just like start like jumping to acting lessons just to keep going with it? Yeah. I started getting into class. I got on all the like little actors access websites and self-submitting and taking okay. any meeting I could. And man, I got to tell you, like, uh, moving to Spain, I had no culture shock, which was interesting. Moving to Los <laughs> Angeles, I had way worse culture shock. And the first like year was really hard. And mm. you know, not knowing someone in a big city like this and in an industry like this, you know, is it was tough. But I survived. I, I look back, <laughs> and I'm like, how did I even make rent? Like, <laughs> you know, it was a lot of sweat and tears and working, you know, serving tables and you know the whole thing. Yeah. Did you give yourself like a time limit? Also, like, okay, like if things don't happen in two years, three years, I'm going back to Idaho or I'm going to try something else. No, I love it so much. I like, I don't look at it that way. And I think, mm -hmm. you know, at any age, that's what I want like people to know at any age, I think you can make your dreams come true. And at any age you can get into acting because characters yeah. are all ages, you know what I mm -hmm. mean? There's no limit on that, but it's tough. You know, I actually had graduated with honors in economics and okay. you know, so 
my family thought I was going to, you know, maybe go get my MBA and then go into, you know, who knows what. And yeah, no. Uh, in the acting world, uh, is there somebody that you look up to, like influence, where you try to like not model yourself after, but like study them more, just to, so you can make your craft better? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of amazing actors and actresses. Um, you know, like when I was researching this film, for example, one of the films I looked at was Quiet Place, and I looked at okay. Emily yeah. Blunt and her performance in that. I mean, she's so. I mean, that movie's incredible because not only is it like not a lot of dialogue, as we know, right? It's basically quiet. But her performance is so powerful just with her emotions. Mm. Um, and of course, I love Meryl Streep. And I'm a big fan of Jessica Chastain. Um, I feel like I just, I love so many people. So. <laughs> Sorry. So yeah, yeah let's, jump, let's jump into the new, uh, the new film, Incarnation. You said you filmed this, that was it during the pandemic or before the pandemic? During the pandemic, like wow. straight up in the middle of it. This was, I filmed four projects in the in the pandemic, two wow. of which were TV shows that I actually filmed very early on by myself. I played like a Zoom teacher okay. in one. And then I did uh, Catwoman in Quarantine for Heroes with Issues. It's a show about superheroes seeing their therapists. So that worked with a Zoom therapy session, right? So that mm. was really fun. And then I filmed Take Back, which is an action film. We were the second production to go actually in the state when the governor said, okay, people can start filming again. And then I filmed Incarnation. So I had a little bit of experience filming with COVID by the time I got to Incarnation, but yeah, it adds a whole nother level of anxiety and stress <laughs> to filming. <laughs> how did you... Uh... How did you get approached for this project? And after that, uh, tell us a little bit about like what the movie is about. Yeah. So when I was on set of Take Back, the film okay. that I was telling you, I filmed prior to this, the director um, came to set to visit the producer, actually, of Incarnation, not the director of the film I was filming. And the producer suggested, he goes, you know, I know you're casting for your horror film. I feel like you should look at Jessica. And so he saw me there and I play like a pretty messed up character in that. So like tons of makeup on, I'm a drug addict or whatever. And then he was like, that had just is so different, but he ended up saying, you know, I like her acting. And we sat down and talked and, mm. you know, about an hour into the conversation, he goes, you know what? I'm sold. You are my, you are my Jess. So that's how I got cast. I met Isaac. It's funny. I like your character's name is Jessica also. Jess. Is that a coincidence? <laughs> By the way, which probably a lot of people are like, that's not a coincidence, but it is. He had written it as Jess. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's a horror film. Like, how are you? Were you a fan of this genre, you know, for for horror? Yeah, I was. I, I've always wanted to film a horror. And it's interesting okay. when you put something out. You know, I really do believe in that. I always said yeah. I want to star in a horror film. And it's funny how it found me. Um, but, yeah, I, I I always had wanted to. And so when I heard wind of it, Mm. obviously I asked if I could read the script and I happened to be staying at a hotel in Palm Springs so that's where we were filming and I went out to the pool at night and I was by myself because this was again it's COVID so like no one's yeah. around so I was reading the script and I got so scared I had to go inside <laughs> I, was like, I was like oh I love this so fun you know because filming horror although it's scary on screen mm. it's really fun to film a horror it's like there's a lot of funny moments as well and you know the stuff behind the scene and the scares the jump scares and the demon right. and that's, it's it's so much fun to film it now on set did you even like get scared of some of the things that were happening around you did it kind of freak you out a little bit for certain things that are happening i mean i i it, it what scared me is that i was going home alone because okay 
filming in COVID is it's very isolating because you cannot you could see anybody because what if you test positive and then everything yeah. up. Um, so that's what I was like, oh man, don't think about it. Don't don't mm. think about like demonic presences or sound right. or stuff like that. But I think the main thing about filming a horror is the like gravity of the situations. It's a lot of emotions, especially for the female characters, a lot of it, a lot of crying, a lot of mm screaming and so it's emotionally exhausting but it's like such a fun challenge to like make like bring that emotion you know how would you describe jess and Ali? and after you after you read the script and you were like okay i, I can play this character how like how would you describe her and like uh how did you prepare to play this character well jess is she's ambitious right but her ambitions are a little bit different than my ambitions my ambitions are in the film industry jess really wants to have a family mm. but it translates somebody really wanting something right and not yeah. only that she's very much like a girl next door very kind of sweet innocent and i'm not that sweet and innocent but i i kind of am you know with my idaho roots i very much am a girl next door so I felt like there was so many similarities in myself into her. So mm. preparing for her, I mean, I really just Isaac and I sat down and like flushed like all the scenes and he was very open to me with suggestions and like I wanted to add any layers to her. And, they, and then I also got like a list of horror films to watch. Okay. And of course, one of them was Quiet Place and Emily Blunt and just watch these amazing actresses and their performances. And that's kind of how I prepared because a lot of it had to be through FaceTime or through mm on your own you couldn't really go and you know um rehearse and stuff like that because it was too risky <laughs> uh you said you now you filmed this in la also mm-hmm. we did uh, how long were you on set to film this movie we were on set i want to say a total of a it was a couple weeks but it was okay. inner because we had to um che was filming all american at the same time so yeah. we were just kind of like in between his schedule busy guy lucky guy oh, yeah. <laughs> it was amazing but and then also you know we had uh, mickey rourke was attached first and then we ended up um conf- there was a conflict with mickey so we ended up getting michael madsen so and then we I, were working with his schedule too because yeah, i noticed in the movie that i that I, when i watched it uh the film takes place in a big house so i figured like the area wasn't even that big for so you guys were able to finish this pretty quickly to Right. It was nice to be in one location. It was very friendly with a small cast in the one location. That's part of the reason I think they wanted to shoot it during the pandemic. But yeah, that house, it is in LA. It's up in the valley and it does exist. They're they're pretty creepy house at night, huh? I don't want to stay there myself. That's for sure. What What did you love about this character? I mean, I guess I just loved her, like, her want for a family like that you know she okay. really really wants a family so she really loves her husband really really mm. wants to have a baby and I love that she was willing to like I mean so basically the storyline is you know this demon starts to kind of like seduce them and kind of get them to invoke it right yeah so some of the stuff that starts to happen later on the story isn't necessarily Jess and Brad and what Jess and Brad would do yeah so demon knows your innermost desires and that's how it pulls you into the greed and into all this stuff right so the demon kind of like you know Jess is a non-believer Brad's already been like convinced and she holds those coins in her hand and she gets the flash of the baby right mm. so at that moment Jess decides I'm willing to do 
whatever it takes but is it actually just you know what i mean like yeah. is sonic presence kind of compelling you would make you do a lot of different things than you would normally do yeah. but i love her just drive and her desire for a family and you mentioned ty diggs he plays your husband in the movie how do you describe that chemistry between you two? Oh man tay is incredible to work with he is super super down to earth he's very much like whatever you what do you need right he's almost mm. like selfless in helping you know being there with you like let me know do you want this do you want that super prepared like super prompt super funny like fun to be around and so it was just such a nice you know i had met him like one time a long time ago very briefly because i actually brought tay the project randomly okay. i met him through a friend and then i randomly hit him up again through my friend and said hey do you think tay would be interested in this and he read the script and loved it and came on board but we only met like you know again because of covid we sat down like once with the producer wow. and director and once prior we just kind of had a natural chemistry he makes you feel very much at ease so yeah i feel like we that's really a great did. thing yeah, yeah. And you mentioned Michael also, like, is it just me or he just like, he kind of just looks like he scares you even just like trying to talk to him. <laughs> yeah. he's, first of all, he's like an icon, right? And yeah. he, he is so nice. He's such a nice guy and he's so talented. He just does little things, like even things that didn't make the movie that I saw him do on set, just okay. like improving lines and doing like weird things. Because Peter is a character. He's, he's a strange guy. Right. right. So Michael kind of really brought that to life. And man, he's amazing. I, I wish we could have worked with him more. I mean, I had so much fun on set with him when he was there. Now, the movie just got released a few days ago. Uh, how can the listeners or the viewers that are tuning in, how can they f- watch it? Uh, well, it's on iTunes, Amazon, Voodoo, pretty much any streamer right now. Okay. You can see it on. So if you just go to like horror, it's, it's actually been in, in the top four on iTunes in the top four list which is exciting so, yeah. Yeah. so when you when you had the premiere a few days ago uh when you when your friends and family watched it what was their reaction after the movie finished what did they tell you oh man i got i've been getting a lot of like uh, messages on instagram and from friends and family and fans and just saying like we really love your movie your performance was really great mm. it's been i don't know i've been feeling so grateful and so blessed and you know, the premiere, it, it was that week where it was very hot in L.A. for the Super Bowl. And then we just randomly the next day, which is the day of the premiere, it started raining and oh. it was cold. But we got <laughs> it was an outside premiere on this amazing theater's rooftop. And uh, so it was very chilly, but it was such a fun experience. Um, the premiere was, oh, man, it was great. I wish it had been a little warmer. Everyone was like, <laughs> But, you know, that's when you're like, man, people love me because here they are in the cold. You know, I got right, my right. family are amazing. But, um, yeah, I've been getting a lot of compliments. My mom, though, man, she could not separate. My mom has a hard time separating characters from me. And so if something bad happens to me in the movie, she just gets <laughs> very distraught. I'm like, mom, <laughs> it's not real. And she's yeah. like, oh, God, I'm pregnant. I was like, mom. <laughs> yeah. So, so now uh, what's next for you now? Do you have any other projects you could tell the listeners of viewers about that you have coming up or you're working on yeah um i have a tv show releasing soon from sony crackle i don't know the date yet but it's called salvage marines it's uh, right. basically like post-apocalyptic um, right. many worlds 
and their existence is, you know, um, kind of in a bad place. And so basically you get drafted into this thing called the salvage Marines and I play okay. a salvage Marine and you go and you're fighting for humanity essentially. So we shot that in the heat in Louisiana in flight suits and metal armor. <laughs> Woo, it was hot, but it was, <laughs> um, so that should be releasing later this year. And then, um, yeah, I'm uh, in talks on an action comedy with uh, someone I've worked with before. So working That's on awesome. getting on film and yeah, super, super yeah. exciting. You mentioned Sonny Crackle and it's like funny how like so many streaming services these days that you have a really good shot of like working on something. Right. I know. We're so we're so lucky right now. I feel like there are so many opportunities out there, you know, right. but I'm also a firm believer in like creating your own destiny and that's something I've learned a lot in this industry is just I think if you can write a script or you can help you know bring something to a project or whatever it is you can do to kind of make yourself valuable you know in any way I think it helps a lot so but yeah there is a lot of opportunity oh yeah definitely (laughs) uh lastly uh how can the listeners of viewers find you on social media okay yeah it's very easy because I am the only Jessica Ubaraga in the world (laughs) so it's just my name, Jessica Uberaga, which is U-B-E-R-U-A-G-A. Like the Uber, like what you hail to get places. Uaga, but <laughs> yeah. Jessica, this is great. Uh, thank you for coming on, and uh, good luck. Hopefully the film hits number one. I hope so, too. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.